I'm Misty. And I'm Ike. The next 15 minutes, we're going to debate pop culture. My background's in music. My background's in film. I know the topics beforehand. And I don't. We check the internet for the facts. And ruin it with opinions. From pop rocks in your lunchbox. To Happy Meal toys and swatch clocks. Oh, oh thanks, everybody. Oh, hi. Well, hi. Wow. Hi. Good morning, Misty Roberts. Good morning, Isaac Hackert. Uh, welcome to Wednesday. Wacky Wednesday. It's Wacky Wednesday. It's we Wacky got, Wednesday here on Misty and Ike. We're the internet. We got Misty on the weather and Ike on the traffic and sports. <laughs> Episode uh, 53. Can you believe that? Yes. Me too. Yeah. It's been so much fun. Leave a comment and tell us how many episodes you listened to. Yeah. And how many you? I would be really intrigued to yeah. know how many people have listened to. Have you been keeping track? Ha- I haven't. No, I mean, I mean I've we, listened to every one of them. <laughs> we have, we have, we have the stats several times yes. over. We do yes. have the stats, but if you've been keeping track, yeah, um, especially those people who have listened to all of them, I want to know if anybody's caught up yet. I also kind of want to know what people's favorites are. Yeah, like help you help us help you. Like tell us which yeah. episodes are your favorite, and we'll do more of those. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like today's is gonna be a good one. Okay. Let's start the timer and get right to it. Okay. (laughs) Everything I say is going to get applause today. It is. I like that. Uh, Meow. Meow. Um, Today I want to talk about uh, where bands got their names. Okay. Like some really unique stories. Because, like, I mean, there are a million bands out there um, that have just really wacky names. Do you want me to start? Yeah. Vampire Weekend. Man, um, where do you think they got their name? I don't know. That doesn't. Um, I'm not a huge Vampire Weekend guy. Okay. Um, well, I I I very much am. Um, Ezra Koenig is pretty awesome. He's the lead singer. Okay. So he was a huge fan of the movie The Lost Boys, and he wanted to remake his own version of that movie only having it set on the east coast in like cape cod okay um and so in his mind he would be able to you know do this entire movie over the course of a weekend (laughs) and he was going to call it the vampire weekend so he was a filmmaker before he was a musician he wanted to be it never it never happened um seems like he has the means to pull it off now yeah hmm Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. So that's their Vampire Weekend. All right. Should we... uh, So is any band fair game? You know what? I was going to ask you, because I know that you are... um, You have some history with Daft Punk. Oh. Where do you think they got their name? Man, uh, I've read this story before, and it is escaping me right now. Do you have it in front of you? I do. So Melody Maker was a music publication um, and they used to talk about singles that were coming out and there was a writer that described a song called Cindy So Loud as Daft Punky Thrash. Yeah. And the members of the band, Darlin, Thomas Bang Bangalter, mm-hmm. and Guy Manuel de Homamum Christo. We're reading it. And decided that they were going to kind of go in a different direction with their new band. And that's what they named their new band. Daft Punk. Wow. Did you know that Daft Punk used to have a third member? I did not ever know that. Wow. Okay. And that person. uh, Okay. So how Daft Punk got their name? 
when the late Dave Jennings dismissed their early efforts as daft punky trash during a review of their show, uh, their now shuttered Melody Maker magazine. I'm not reading well today. But you're actually you're <laughs> reading everything. At I the time, said. the group, the darling, are you reading? Am I reading the exact same thing you read? They you're, called themselves Darlin. You're telling the same story that I just told. Okay. Here's the new part. Okay. <laughs> they had a third member in the form of Laurent Bar- Branco- Brankowitz. <laughs> who now plays guitar for Phoenix. Oh. Yeah. I did not know that I didn't, Daft Punk was now part of Phoenix. I didn't know they had That's a third member. And I wonder if that dude had a helmet. I... I have to tell you really funny. This is a really funny, like, quick 30-second story. Okay. Um, I got snowed in at Chicago O'Hare Airport um, probably, like, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I spent the entire day at my gate, and there was this band of guys, like, sitting on the floor near me. And, you know, you can just kind of tell. And I was like, I wonder who they are. Like, I don't know. I don't recognize any of them. Mm-hmm. And... um. I mean, we, we sat there literally for like eight hours and about four hours into it, one of them came over and he sat down next to me and I didn't realize that I had my backpack sitting there that had my laminates. Oh, off of it. And dead giveaway. Like, oh, what, what band are you with? And I was like, oh, I'm actually on my way to blah, 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 whatever. And I was like, how about you? And he was like, oh, I'm in this band called Phoenix. And I was like, oh. And in my head, I was like, I've never heard of you. Mm. It was like 15 years ago. Sure. And then I remember when their first big single hit here. And I was like, motherfucker, that's those guys that I was stuck in the airport with all day. Right. They were all very, very nice. Not in Phoenix. Not in Phoenix, in Chicago. Yes. They were super cool. And like I said, we ended up being stuck at the gate the entire day trying to wait out this flight to, I think, get back to L.A. Wow. And, um. Ended up talking to them quite a bit, and they were pretty rad. Friends with Phoenix by So Misty. I will forever love their music because I, how nice they were. That's cool. Yeah. I have uh, how 100 of Rock's biggest bands got their names, but we don't want to go through that whole list. What about like... Mm, Let's see if I can find a good one. 311. 311's a good one. I don't know anything about that one. Look up, I would like you to look up how 311 got their name. Okay. I enjoy this story How greatly. How 311 got I mean, I don't enjoy them name. as much now as I used to. This is so funny. It says 311, pronounced the three, words 311. One, one. <laughs> Ameri- I'm learning this as I read it. Okay. Is an American rock band from Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. I'm sensing that there might be some roots there. A little bit. As of 2011, 311 has sold over 8.5 million records in the United States. That's a lot of records. A lot. The you know there's a 311 day? Is, like a big is it March 11th? I hope so. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> not, be, that's dumb. It'd be real weird if it wasn't. Uh, the band's name originates from the police code for indecent exposure in Omaha, Nebraska, <laughs> after the original guitarist for the band was arrested for streaking. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I always thought that story was so great. Yeah. Um, when I was in college, 311, they all were, they went to college in Omaha, and mm-hmm. Omaha's about a five-hour drive from Kansas City. Yeah. And so they started playing shows, like, regionally. And so I definitely heard of 311 very, very much sooner than 
most of the rest of the U.S. did. Yeah. They were very commonplace to me. I used to go and see them all the time. Before funk rap was, like, popular. Funk rap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, do, I just, I do, I've always loved that story of their name. Um, it's not a great story, but do you want to hear the story about how we named my last band? Sure. Uh, so the name of my last band was called Last Year's Model. Oh, yes, I remember them. Yeah. So we were a band for many years before we actually found our singer. We auditioned millions and millions of singers. We finally got our singer. And then we started the naming process. And boy, does naming a band is harder it's than hard. writing songs. It's very hard. And one day we were all sitting around having a beer and some Elvis Costello came on. Yeah. And then, you know, just going around the table. And shoot. that's obviously instantly when I met you guys and you both told me that day that you were in a band called mm -hmm. Last Year's Model. I was like, Elvis Costello. Yeah. But everybody's just shooting around their favorite Elvis Costello song. And, uh. Eventually one, I think, I don't know if it was Craig or Keith, was like, last year's model. And I was like, that's a good band name. And then we stuck with it. I'm glad that you did. It is yeah. a great band name. And now there's 15 and of them on the internet. there's 15 of them on the internet yeah. because it's so great. What about <clears throat> one of your favorite bands? Not mine. Okay. Um, <laughs> Weezer. Oh. Where did Weezer come from? I don't know. Let's find out. Rivers Cuomo had asthma. Oh, boy. So his friends called him Weezer. That's funny. Boy, he sure turned that around, didn't right? he? Right? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to see here. Here's a funny one. Um, Blue Oyster Cult. Oh, okay. That's kind of a, a weird name, right? So it, I'm, definitely. I'll, uh, again, learning while I'm reading. <laughs> uh, these pioneering hard rockers started out as a soft white underbelly. Ew. Before getting a new name from music journalist Sandy Perlman, an early manager and producer, Blue Oyster Cult was mentioned in a series of poems by Perlman in reference to a secretive group of beings from outer space that clandestinely influenced our common fate. That's weird. That's a lot. I w always a heard lot, a, a rumor. Lot going on there for. Yeah. Wow. I always heard it was reference to. Um, male genitalia that um had been teased blue balls and there was a cult surrounding it that's the rumor i'd always heard that's dumb yeah yep there's a cult surrounding one guy with blue balls hey listen the things that guys actually talk about in locker rooms are much dumber than you guys are so dumb yeah like I'm, dumb dumb i really wish i hadn't picked that one <laughs> um okay well bob dylan interesting are, you want to know how Bob Dylan named his band Bob Dylan? Um, yeah, because it's his real name isn't Bob Dylan, according to this. Bob, Bob Dylan. Bob, hello, I'm hello. Bob Dylan. I'm, he's not British. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> that's even funnier. Um, okay, tell me. A uh, last name funny. switch was given. Uh, I can't read today. Ah. A last name switch from his given name of Zimmerman to Dylan began back when the singer-songwriter was in his late teens. According to a biographer, he was a fan of Matt Dillon, the sheriff of the teen western Gunsmoke. In 1958, Bob told his high school squeeze that he planned to devote his life to music and assumed the name Bob Dylan, D-I-L-L-O-N. The spelling would eventually be altered oh. for stylistic reasons. Yep. He also subsequently told 
knew friends that Dylan was his mother's maiden name, even though it wasn't. So that Thank lens. Until you, you make it, Bob Dylan. That's right. So that's amazing. How about this? Did he ever legally get it changed? And it, or he, he must have. Yeah. Or Jacob Dylan is also lying about his last name, which is probably Zimmerman. Probably. Oh, that's very interesting. I would not have thought of tying in a, the son. Yeah. What if it's Jacob Zimmerman? I mean, either way, great. One headlight or the other doesn't I matter. Really, still <laughs> love them. Oh, dude, great. I when I was way back in my early days in the music industry, they came through my little town and did a show, and I took them all out for tacos afterwards, and we got into a food fight. That's fun. In the restaurant, yeah, They're super fun. Um, I have one for you. Okay. And this makes me really excited because I love it when you can like for full circle some shit. Where Phoenix got their name. Okay. The French pop outfit Phoenix named themselves after Phoenix, a song on Homework, an album by Daft Punk. What? Who? They're the third member of Daft Punk is right. now a member of Phoenix. Well, ain't that some shit? Isn't that awesome? Yeah. That's I would. So I might cool. even be a Phoenix fan now. You should be. I should they're check just, it out. They're so great. Yeah, and the music's great, and I just I really love it when great people make great music. And they were just super fun and super relaxed, and like mm -hmm. I, I remember like people at the gate like freaking out because we'd been there for like eight hours, and like one of them got up and went over and like tried to calm a lady down. I was like, oh my god, my heart. Oh you guys boy, are good people. So yeah. <laughs> um. How about Chubby Checker? Oh. Remember that guy? How about Chubby Checker? Yeah. The twist. You know, he did the twist. Yeah. So, Ernest Evans chose his stage name by riffing on Fats Domino because they were contemporaries mm -hmm. around at the same time. Whereas now, we'd be like, Fats and Chubby, maybe not the route you want to go. Mm -hmm. He admired Fats Domino so much. And a lot of his friends called him Chubby anyways. And so he just took the name and he started going on stage and doing Fats Domino impressions. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know um, I know you hear, hear me talk about Boston all the time. You love Boston. And, but, and you, would think, you would think, oh, man, that's a no-brainer. Most people would think that, yeah. And it was. But do you want to know what their name was before it was Boston? I do now. Although they were... Uh, reading is good. Although they were the only performers named on the Epic Records contract, Boston's Tom Schultz and Brad Delp nixed the idea of calling their band Schultz Delp. That's so terrible. It's super bad. It's a decision Schultz must have regretted later when some members challenged his ownership of the group's name. Schultz producer John Bolin and his engineer Warren Dewey suggested Boston for the new act since that's where their musical roots were firmly planted. Huh. In fact, even as a high school student in Toledo, Ohio, Schultz carefully tuned into Boston's WBZ, a high-powered AM radio station. Boom. I got one for you. I do too. Go ahead. Coldplay. Okay. So, Chris Martin and his bandmates were initially in a band called Starfish. They had some friends in a band that changed their name to something else, and it was Coldplay. So, Chris Martin and his band took the name Coldplay as wow. soon as it, 
their friends band didn't want it anymore. Was their friends band bigger than them at the time? And they figured Probably, they could get yeah. fans off of it? Uh, no, I don't think so. But um, the first Coldplay, like the original Coldplay, took the title from an anthology of children's poems. Hmm. Child's Reflections, Coldplay. Wow. That's pretty good. That's a pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Because I bet that other band's way like, better than Starfish. Yeah. I mean. That makes me think of Limp Biscuit. Ugh. Starfish and the hot dog chocolate not, flavored water. That's not. What about Cheap Trick? Ew, I don't know. I've not heard this. This name was inspired at a Slade concert where bassist Tom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That slaps. <laughs> uh, we're slapping on this last one. Okay. Um, bassist Tom Peterson of Slade. Uh, was that Tom Peterson of Slade or Tom Peterson of Cheap Trick? I don't know. He commented that the band used every cheap, cheap trick, trick in, in the, the book. book as part of their <gasps> act. I like it when people embrace. I do too. The it, negativity, yeah, like, like Daft Punk did, and, and like Cheap Trick. Checker. Yeah. Like it's here, like, I'm I'm chubby. I'm gonna turn it on you. Yeah, I love that. Let that be a lesson to you, folks. Heck if they're picking yeah. on you at school or on Zoom school or whatever they're doing now. It. Embrace the apocalypse, folks. Embrace the apocalypse. And flip it back on its ear. Just let their murder hornets right into your yeah. house. And w- we know that it's Wednesday. <laughs> so as long as the apocalypse hasn't as gotten us yet. As long as it's not Christmas. Or Easter. No, we, uh, yesterday was Easter. Oh, as long as I thought every Easter. day was the apocalypse. Well, we could do that. I was trying to think of something new every day. As okay. long as it's not Limp October-wary. Oh, <laughs> Sober October, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.